Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 2 episode 198 of this study podcast. Thank you very much for joining joining us today as we continue our study of uh, Alma chapter 32. Uh, This is found in the Come Follow Me manual uh, in July 13th to July 19th, covering Alma 32 to 35, Plant This Word in Your Hearts. And we are concluding the section today that is titled, I Exercise Faith in Jesus Christ by Planting and Nourishing His Word in My Heart. Um, So there is a great, um, uh, well, a great conclusion to this analogy. Uh, Well, I say conclusion, it does continue into 33 and 34, uh, but in Alma 32 we see the real Uh, teaching on this seed of faith. Uh, I want to just step back to verse 28, which we finished with yesterday, and look at this phrase, give place, uh, which is in that verse. Uh, It says about giving place. um, Now, if you you give place that a seed may be planted in your heart, behold, if it be a true seed or a good seed, and it continues on. Now, I wanted to focus on that give place because it's important that obviously this seed, we understand this seed of faith is good and that it can grow, but it doesn't require the individual receiving that seed to have given place for it. Just like we would have to give place for it in our garden if we were trying to plant a seed, we have to prepare the ground, we have to find a suitable patch of ground, uh, make sure it's prepared, and then you know plant that seed. Uh, so does it, so do individuals. Uh, and if they don't do that, then of course that seed will not grow, even though it is a good or true seed. So that's just an important uh, principle that uh, I forgot to mention yesterday, or didn't have time to really. Uh, in Alma 32, verse 30, um, Alma continues on, and he says about the seed starting to grow. He says, But behold, as the seed swelleth and sprouteth and beginneth to grow, then you must needs say that the seed is good. For behold, it swelleth and sprouteth and beginneth to grow. And now behold, will not this strengthen your faith? Yea, it will strengthen your faith. For ye will say, I know that this is a good seed. For behold, it sprouteth and beginneth to grow. Um, Yeah, so basically Alma is saying that this seed of faith, once it's been given place and it's given time, it will start to grow and you'll know that it's a seed that is good. Um, In April 2005, uh, in a talk about the Book of Mormon, President Boyd K. Packer said this, quote, My experience has not been that a testimony does... Has... Oh, sorry... I'll start again. Quote, my experience has been that a testimony does not burst upon us suddenly. Rather, it grows, as Alma said, from a seed of faith. If you nourish it, it will grow. And if you do not nourish it, it will wither. Do not be disappointed if you have read and reread and yet have not received a powerful witness. You may be somewhat like the disciples spoken of in the Book of Mormon, who were filled with the power of God in great glory, and they knew it not. Close quote. I think sometimes when we teach people and even, you know, as individuals in the growing up in the church, we sometimes say, well, I've not had this big experience, this big spiritual moment with the Book of Mormon. Does that mean, you know, I'm doing something wrong? <clears throat> Does it mean it's not true? And actually, no. In fact, Alma 32 teaches that is not the case. It may well be a, a process of time. Uh, and so that should be something we think about. Now, this really stopped me for a moment. Uh, Alma 32, 34, and I'm going to post about this in the Facebook group, so I'd love to hear your thoughts. It says, uh, once the seed has been starting to grow, um, and now behold, is your knowledge perfect? Yea, your knowledge is perfect in that thing, and your faith is dormant. And this because you know, for ye know that your word, that the word have swelled your souls, and ye also know that it hath sprouted up, 
that your understanding doth begin to be enlightened and your mind doth begin to expand. Now, I thought this was fascinating because, I mean, I must have read these scriptures several times at least. Um, and I had never noticed that, that Alma is saying here that our faith becomes dormant. Um, and it made me think, oh, hang on. So does that mean we don't need to you know, cultivate that faith anymore? Does it mean that that faith is no longer needed? Once we have that knowledge, then, you know, we're good. Um, of course, that, that is not the case. Uh, and as I kind of sat and pondered on it, it, it made complete sense. Once we have a, 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 a shoot, you know, once we have this small little sapling tree that has begun to grow, we know the seed is good. We know the seed will grow. We know that the seed can reach that capacity. So in terms of that, um, you know, capacity, we have a perfect knowledge. Um, what we don't have a perfect knowledge of, though, is everything. We don't have a perfect knowledge that this tree will indeed grow to the size of a redwood tree. We do indeed not know that, that the tree will blossom in a certain way. Uh, we don't know everything yet, but we have a perfect knowledge of that um, thing, that level, that capacity of what the tree is grown to. Our faith must continue because if we are to continue cultivating this, this sapling, um, and if we need to have faith that it will grow further and reach greater um, you know, limits, if we don't have the faith that that will happen, then we won't cultivate it and the sapling tree will reach that point and then we'll begin to wither and die. And so it's this balance of receiving perfect knowledge of the, receiving a perfect knowledge of things because we have experiences of it, but then still cultivating our faith so that we can reach further beyond that till one day in the eternities our tree reaches the huge limitless capacity it can reach. Um, I thought that was beautiful, uh, and it really added to my understanding of what I thought I knew about this uh, analogy. But again, my faith has been. I guess, cultivated and in reading and pondering this, it, my tree has grown a little bit more. And so I have more knowledge about this and how faith, you know, ultimately one day, I suppose we do want our faith to be completely dormant, but we're not going to reach that point in this life. Uh, and so we should always be cultivating that. Um, uh, Neil A. Maxwell said this, quote, experience by experience, faith can yield to knowledge in that thing meaning the particular, particular, particularized verifications of gospel truths. It was so with Brother Ajarid. He had faith no longer, for he knew. Brigham Young assured that every principle God has revealed carries its own convictions of its truth to the human mind. Jesus clearly declared, if any man will do his will, he shall know. However, Jesus described the steady process as being one of line upon line, precept upon precept. But we're all in different points in this process, aren't we? Of desiring, experimenting, verifying, and knowing. Hence, to some it is given to know, to others it is given to believe on their words. While faith is not a perfect knowledge, it brings a deep trust in God, whose knowledge is perfect. Otherwise, one small database of personal experience permits so few useless generalizations but by searching the Holy Scriptures, we access a vast divine databank, a reservoir of remembrance. In this way, the Scriptures can, as the Book of Mormon says, enlarge the memory. Close quote. I mean, this, this was just brilliant. Uh, and it's the big thing I'll take away from this chapter, I think. Uh, and so I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, you know, if you'd always known, if your knowledge had reached that point and known about it, I'd love to hear how you got to that knowledge. And also just your thoughts about this relationship between Faith and knowledge uh, would be interesting and, and our faith becoming dormant. Anyway, I better get a move on because I thought I'd finish this chapter today and it's looking like we might not. So here we go. Uh, verse 37 
of Alma 32, we can see the, the seed beginning to grow and we have to nourish it and look after it. Um, there's a great quote by Aldo Uckdorf, but I'm going to put that in the show notes because, um, you know, it's a good quote, uh, but it's, you know, very straightforward. And so it's not, uh, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm just going to let you read it there. Um, in verse 38, we see the result of neglecting the tree. Uh, Alma says, but if ye neglect the tree and take no thought for its nourishment, behold, it will not get any root. And when the heat of the sun cometh and scorcheth it, because it hath no root, it withers away and ye pluck it up and cast it out. And again, you know, we're very slow to uh, <coughs> accept responsibility for something we do wrong or or neglect. And so if the seed withers and dies, we may say uh, in, in, in falsehood, oh, well, you know, clearly the seed had some potential, but they, it, it that was it. That, that was the only it's all its only potential. And then we may go in other in search of other things that we think may have more potential that are not linked to the gospel. So we need to do that. <coughs> in verse forty, uh, it has one of my favourite ver- phrases in the Book of Mormon. It says, "And thus, if we will not nourish the word, looking forward with an eye of faith to the fruit thereof, ye can never pluck of the fruit of the tree of life." This phrase, eye of faith, is one of my favourites. Uh, it was a big focus and mantra for me when I was serving as a young elder school president and I saw a lot of miracles with it. Having this eye of faith, looking forward to the future with faith in the knowledge and to see what this seed can become is such an important principle that we have. Uh, and so, yeah, we need to have that eye of faith to see our, the potential of our faith. And finally, we see the rewards in 42. And because of your diligence and your faith and your patience with the word in nourishing it, that it may take root in you, behold, by and by, ye shall pluck the fruit thereof, which is most precious, which is sweet above all that is sweet, and which is white above all that is white. Yea, and pure above all that is pure, and ye shall feast upon this fruit, even until ye are filled. That ye hunger not, neither shall ye thirst. Close quote. Well, this is scripture, it's not a quote. But anyway, yeah, it's... Uh, we see that end destination. The eye of faith, the ultimate destination is that eternal life, uh, that sweet fruit which is sweet above all that is sweet um, and white and pure above all that is white and pure. Uh, it's you know a, a wonderful blessing that we can look forward to, but of course we should live in the now and focus on the actions which will help us bl- develop, nurture and grow that seed of faith so it can become a perfect knowledge. Faith is not to have a perfect knowledge, but faith is the the path or the journey along which we can receive a perfect knowledge. Thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed it. Please uh, share the podcast, review it, subscribe to it. It'd be fantastic to hear, uh, to see more people listening in. It'd be great to see more people sharing. Thank you very much to those few people that, for, for the people that have begun to comment more on the, on the Facebook group. I will be sharing some of those uh, comments uh, on Monday. So please do continue commenting and emailing me with your feedback as well. The Facebook group is Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And the uh, email is ldsstudysession at gmail.com. I'd love to hear if you're interested in joining a future podcast episode as well. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.